0: hello thank you for tuning in to the evening standard edition of d1t in 5 for monday december 19th let's jump into today's top stories former auburn slash ole miss slash texas tech slash cincinnati football head coach and current u.s senator tommy tuberville tells sportico he does not foresee a federal bill passing the next congress that would include an antitrust exemption for the ncaa he explains we've got to take care of all these recruiting possibilities first And once we get through this we would like to stay out of it. If you get, Congress, involved, it is not a rule, it is a law. We don't want to jump in this with all four feet and say this is how it is going to be with every situation, Tuberville, who says he plans to introduce his bill with US Senator Joe Manchin sometime in the spring of 2023, also tells Sportico he believes incoming NCAA President Charlie Baker is walking into an impossible job and adds, the problem the NCAA had is they were so vulnerable with lawsuits and couldn't afford it. It was money going out the door, again and again. We can help to some point, but we don't want to go overboard on antitrust and all those things. Sportico's Michael McCann unpacks the decision by a regional NLRB director which found merit in the argument that USC, the PAC-12 and the NCA are joint employers of student-athletes. The prospect of the NCA and conferences as joint employers is profound. The Labor Relations Act doesn't govern public sector employees, so whether college athletes are employees of state universities is outside the act's scope. It is instead a question for states' labor laws and a separate federal law, the Fair Labor Standards Act, FLSA which guarantees minimum wage and is at issue in Johnson v. NCAA. NLRB General Counsel Jennifer Abruzzo in her 2021 memo, noted that she would consider pursuing a joint employer theory of liability, even if some of the member schools are state institutions, given that the NCAA and conferences are private entities. McKen explains, this is a key point. If the NLRB was previously uncomfortable recognizing private college athletes as employees because it couldn't make the same call on public college athletes, joint employer recognition would address that concern. Extra Points proprietor Matt Brown sits down with Atlantic 10 Commissioner Bernadette McGlade at the 2022 SBJIF to discuss realignment, NCAA championship rights and more. In explaining what kind of information leaders need to know before deciding on NCAA championship rights, Maglade explains the point person or group in these negotiations needs to really strategically study and analyze what's the value of all these rights which have been valued for a long time versus unbundling it. Maglade also believes it's important to weigh the pros and cons of maximizing revenue versus optimizing reach. The OTT opportunities are really significantly different than they were even five years ago, much less 10 years ago. Again, it depends on what kind of distribution, what kind of access to the fan base, where can the inventory be distributed, and then, obviously, money is the cash king, so to speak, and that really is the engine that drives a lot of the other programming that can be offered through the association. So, it's not one particular item. You're looking at a swath of data to make whatever is the most informed, best decision you can make at the time. Big West Commissioner Dan Butterley joins D1 ticker slash connect Steph Garcia psychos to talk about several conference-wide efforts to enhance the student-athlete championship experience, including the addition of new championship events for softball, women's volleyball and baseball that will provide every Big West sport a postseason championship by 2025. Butterly also highlights the league's forthcoming men's volleyball preview show hosted on ESPN+, a first-of-its-kind event for the sport. Additionally, Butterly offers his thoughts on newly named NCAA President Charlie Baker. This is a time where change will happen rapidly, we just have to grab onto the rail and prepare and find solutions to the challenges we face and I think we're going to get there. Harvard A.D. Aaron McDermott and Yale A.D. Vicky Chun sit down with D1 ticker-slash-Athletic Director Steph garcia Sykos at the annual Women Leaders Convention to discuss leading their respective institutions in one of the country's oldest rivalries. Recruiting administrators to the Ivy League, what types of mental health resources they're providing for their departments, how their student athletes are engaging with NIL opportunities and why it's so important to lift up women in the industry. When determining fit for administrators who want to come to campus, McDermott explains it's getting at their why. I think Vicky and I kind of do this for very similar reasons and our why is very similar of how we believe in this whole experience. And I think that's the key. It's not so much necessarily where they've been, where they're coming from, what their past experience has been. Florida State on Saturday broke ground on the $100 million, 150,000-square-foot Albert J. and Judith A. Dunlap Football Center, which will feature all the bells and whistles. Interestingly, FSU President Richard McCullough remarked during the groundbreaking ceremony, other universities are struggling with budgets and enrollments. And struggling with athletics we are not we are one of the few universities that is rising up in academics and at the same time with a goal of winning national championships in every single sport the facility is expected to be completed in the next 18 to 24 months thank you for tuning in to the evening standard edition of d1t and 5 for monday december 19th we'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning